Hi, I'm Dr. Divina Lopez, a board-certified pediatrician with over 10 years of experience in pediatrics, and you are listening to Dancing into Parenthood. Hello, this is Dr. Divina Lopez. I am a board-certified pediatrician, and I've developed these podcasts to help you on your motherhood journey. So, you know, when I started to think about what it was, what kind of content did I really want to put out there, I, I was thinking as a medical professional at first, like I was thinking, you know, I want to give you all this education and all this support and everything. And I was thinking from a doctor's point of view. And then I took a step back after connecting with moms um, who are not in the medical field. And then I realized like, oh my goodness, you have no idea what even is going to happen after you deliver when you're in the hospital. And I felt like so many women were asking that question and they were scared and you know they just wanted to know what is really going to happen to me to the baby what should I expect right so I even went on YouTube and I tried to look for some good information and I didn't really find it so here is my advice to you so that you understand what to expect after giving birth in a hospital okay this is different than a home birth this is different than a birthing center or water birth this is you know what to expect when you deliver at a hospital all right so immediately after giving birth the baby is usually evaluated and on a warmer um, sometimes it's a pediatrician who is there. If it's a C-section, it's a pediatrician. Um, if it's a vaginal delivery, it may be the nurses. So the baby is evaluated and what we use is something called an APGAR score. And it's just a quick assessment. You know, we do it at one minute, we do it at five minutes. If, depending on whether the baby is vigorous or not, we may have to do it um, repeatedly. So the baby is assessed for their color, for their motor tone, for their respirations, for their cry. And this gives us an idea of how the baby is doing. So we evaluate the baby on the warmer, if everything is fine with the baby. Most hospitals will then allow the baby to be brought over to mom. Um, That way they can have some skin to skin time, which for me is, one of the best experiences ever. Um, I I was lucky because I had a C-section and so I couldn't do it at the time that I was in the OR. So, you know, that's that's the norm. If you have a C-section, the baby's evaluated, you get to see the baby, but then, you know, they, they bring the baby over to the nursery. If you have a vaginal delivery, the baby is usually assessed in the room and then um, brought over to you if everything is fine. So, you know, vaginal delivery is really nice where you can have that skin to skin immediately. C-section, you may have to wait until you're in the recovery room. So baby usually has that skin to skin time with mom 
and may even be put like either on your chest or on your belly and babies have this natural little sign that tells them to crawl up and to go suckle on the breast so it's just amazing to watch your baby do this um and it's a really nice experience it's you know your first your first experience of you know lactation and it's really beautiful i i don't think babies get too much of anything but they probably want to snuggle with mom and be nice and warm on top of you and you know because you're all they really know right you were their world until this moment when they came out so they feel comforted and it's just it's it feels magical to be honest with you it, it's really nice it's that bonding time so cherish that moment um afterwards you know I'm, i have to let you know moms that shaking is really really normal after you've given birth i was shaking to the point that i thought i was gonna fall off of the stretcher that's how bad i was the labor and delivery nurses are the most kind caring compassionate nurses that i've ever met in my life so they will bring over blankets for you they'll try to comfort you they will support you i i, I can't say enough for lnd nurses i mean they're just amazing i thought that in residency and it, it was absolutely true when i had my son and i i mean i i will forever remember my lnd nurse and even my postpartum nurses were great but my lnd nurse was like phenomenal and i'm sure you'll find that same experience like they they are just so knowledgeable and so supportive and they're just special special people um so depending on whether you have like i said a c-section or a vaginal delivery um you know mom is usually you have to if you didn't know after delivering the baby you deliver the placenta that can take anywhere from like half an hour to 60 minutes after the birth of your baby and and then you know depending on again whether you had a c-section or vaginal delivery if you had a c-section then they have to um you know repair you again and same thing if you had a vaginal delivery if you had like an episiotomy so while they are taking care of you baby then is usually brought over to the nursery um, and at the nursery the baby is cleaned up they're evaluated um, and they are given a vitamin k injection that goes into the thigh vitamin k helps the blood to clot this is an important thing for babies to have after the birth they are also given some antibiotic ointment which is applied to the eyes and that's to prevent infection so don't worry i don't want you thinking that this ointment is going to irritate the baby they can usually see through it um, and the vitamin k injection yes it is an injection it's not a vaccine it's different it's um one of the vitamins that helps for your your blood to clot so the baby is also footprinted 
you will have a fingerprint done so that they can identify which baby goes with mom. Um, they put an identification band on the baby's wrist and then they put another band onto the leg by the ankle and that also has a little alarm. That little alarm is like let's say someone tried to take the baby out of the, the ward of the postpartum or in the nursery, whatever. If they try to take them out of that area of the hospital, it's gonna alarm. Okay, so then usually um, after mom is taken care of, if you have a C-section, you go to recovery for a little while. If you had a vaginal delivery, you usually stay into your in your room until it's time for you to go into the postpartum um, room. So it is a different piece of the hospital where you are after you've given birth. So when you get to your postpartum room, the baby can stay with you in the room if you wish. The baby can also stay in the nursery. What I would do if I were you, because you know, hindsight is 2020. <laughs> I would allow the baby to stay in the nursery for you to rest and ask the nurses to bring the baby to you for feedings. I didn't do that. What I did was because I'm just very tough about everything. Um, you know, I had the baby stay with me in the room the entire time. And it was really difficult to get rest that way because then I was like constantly looking over at him, making sure everything was fine. <laughs> I was waking up his dad all the time like, you know, can you do this? Can you do that? I mean, I'm just, I'm a nervous person and I have a lot of anxiety. I would definitely take advantage of the help that you have from those nurses in the nursery you you're just never going to get that kind of help again <laughs> so i totally recommend for the baby to stay in the nursery so the other thing is that you will be given something called pitocin which is a medicine that helps to contract your uterus this is to help stop the bleeding that happens after you've delivered. And even the baby suckling on the breast is gonna help for this. So you will have just, uh, actually you can have up to like six weeks of bleeding after the delivery and that's normal. While you and the baby are at the hospital, first of all, for mom, you, will be taken back to your room. Usually you get some rest. You will be hungry, so you're gonna wanna eat something, you're gonna wanna drink something. You usually, if you had a, a C-section, you're not going to be able to get out of the bed. It's going to take a little while because you have a Foley catheter in. That's what helps to drain out the urine. Um, from your bladder and you will probably also be hooked up to some IVs. When you are ready, they will help to get you out of your bed, 
you probably are going to want to take a shower um, most hospitals have great staff like i said even the postpartum nurses are amazing and um usually the, the nurses um have helpers that are also great they'll come to get you up from your bed to help you um, void for the first time afterwards and uh, also to use um, the shower and the shower may be a little tricky if you're feeling dizzy please let the staff know if you're feeling like your legs are going to give out um, if you feel like you can't stand up just don't let someone help you um, you can ask them to even stay while you take a shower. I would um, make sure that everything is safe. I wouldn't want you to pass out. That happens sometimes when um, moms take really warm showers after they, you know, they've delivered. Take your time, okay? Don't be in a rush. Again, take advantage of all the help that you have. So... The next thing is usually a pediatrician comes um, to inspect and examine the baby every day. This is a great opportunity for you to ask whichever questions um, you may have concerning the baby. Uh, there's usually a hearing test done at the hospital for the baby and there's another test called a newborn screening uh, where they need to prick the heel of the foot uh, to get some drops of blood and that's a state test for um, there's a lot of like metabolic disorders and genetic um, disorders that I mean it, it depending on which state you're in because each state um, has like a few things that they have to test for but then some states will include extra things so it depends on where you live um, but every baby does get it at the United States so you usually hear back about that test um, if something came back abnormal you'll get like a letter from home or your pediatrician may even let you know about that so take advantage of having the pediatrician there you can ask um, questions about the feeding and the weight um, just to give you a heads up most babies lose weight after they are born um, some babies it takes them up to two weeks to regain their birth weight that's normal remember when babies are first born they don't really drink too much milk you even have just colostrum um, from the breast so when you see that yellow kind of milk that golden milk that we call it that's just colostrum and it's just a few drops like babies really don't drink too much at first but you want to watch out for their um, input and output so basically input is how much they're taking right how much milk are they getting output is what how many voids so how many wet diapers they're having how many poopy diapers so these are the questions that usually the nurses will come in and ask you did the baby feed how long did they feed for if, if, if they're breastfed if it's a formula how many ounces did they take and then 
usually you feed the baby like every two to three hours um, some babies go up to four hours it depends okay they will probably also ask you and offer you a hepatitis B vaccine for the baby that is the only vaccine that is given at birth to babies you have to sign a consent form for that so someone will come and ask you they'll let you know about the vaccine they'll give you some information about it and then you have to sign a consent before the baby has the vaccine uh, the other thing is if you have a boy a male baby um, you should maybe have already have made the decision about whether you wanted the baby circumcised or not most circumcisions happen in the nursery um, by the OBGYN. It's up to you and your partner, whatever you decide for the baby. But if the baby is going to have a circumcision, again, a consent needs to be signed, giving permission for the doctor to do a circumcision on your baby. Mom, while you are at the hospital, your OBGYN doctor should be making a visit to you every single day. They're going to check to see um, if your bleeding is very heavy, if um, how is your blood pressure, your vitals, how are you feeling. Um, they're also, if you had a C-section, they're going to check um, the wounds. Some, some women get staples, some women get sutures. Um, if you had an episiotomy, that needs to be checked also. And so you should be expecting to see your doctor every single day all right now while you're at the hospital if you want to breastfeed take advantage of having the lactation consultant at the hospital with you just ask the nurse to please have the lactation consultant come and visit you while you're there they are wonderful they teach you what to do how to hold the baby how to be comfortable with it because this is a learning process for both you and the baby and I don't want you to get discouraged it takes a little while for the milk to come in it could take anywhere from like three to five days for that milk supply to really come in so those first few days all you have is our few drops sometimes they ask you to pump it and I feel like moms get stressed out when they just see like these little drops coming out that's all you have at first it's the golden milk it's the colostrum it's all the baby needs at first just make sure that your baby's having wet diapers okay your milk supply will come in if you keep putting the baby to the breast the milk supply will come. I can guarantee you that. You, It's going to take a little while for you to get the proper latch with the baby. I wouldn't recommend waiting for the baby to get too hungry um, because if they do, then they get really fussy and it makes it really tough. Um, so remember, you're already feeling weak, you're already tired, and then you don't want the frustration of the breastfeeding to get in the way. So have the lactation consultant come and visit you or even ask your nurse because they're usually really good at it too. 
and make sure that you're keeping track of the feedings, how long you're feeding for, whether the baby seems satisfied, and you're keeping track of the urine and the stools, okay? Now, the other things that um, happen during your hospital stay are they will usually teach you how to take care of the umbilical stump afterwards, even like teach you how to bathe the baby, diaper the baby. Um, you also will have to um, sign for the birth certificate. And I do remember someone coming in um, it was like basically for the birth certificate and also like social security number and all of that other stuff. I know there's some paperwork that needs to be filled out um, before you go home. My other advice for you is usually you get a million things brought over to the hospital like balloons, flowers, gifts. I had a room full of stuff. I think uh, maybe like four or five trips had to be made to the car. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's great that everybody brings all that stuff and it's really nice, but maybe like the day before you know you're going home, have that stuff taken home. <laughs> um, that way you're not dealing with it the day that you leave the hospital because the day that you leave the hospital, you're really nervous about getting the baby into the car seat, even the drive home can be nerve-wracking <laughs> um you know everybody's like so concerned of oh what is the baby gonna wear what am i gonna wear you know in reality nobody cares about that stuff what you need to make sure of is that you have a good car seat that it's installed properly they can be tricky to install if you have a problem with the installation um i believe in most towns you can either go like to the fire department or the police department and they can check it for you i think that that is so important for you to do before you go home the car seat should be rear facing have the baby rear facing until they're two years old if you live in the new york and new jersey area okay so make sure that you have it nice and snug if it's winter time when you're delivering you should not have anything bulky on the baby like one of those um bunny suits and that's just not recommended you can put on the onesie on the baby and have the baby um have the cap on you can have socks on the baby and you can use a blanket to cover the baby to keep the baby warm if it's winter time. No jackets, um, nothing bulky. You want to make sure that the baby is snug. So that means that the belt is on the chest snugly. You can put two fingers underneath and, um, you know, make sure that you drive home safely. But like I said, that drive home can be a little nerve wracking. Um, so don't worry about the cute clothes that um, you want to put on the baby or yourself and, you know, just make sure that you get home safely. Because believe me, when you're driving home with a newborn in your car, it feels like the longest ride of your life. All right. Next um, 
podcast will be about what to expect once you get home with your newborn. All right, stay tuned. Bye. To listen to more podcasts, please visit us at drdavinalopez.com and follow us on Instagram at drdavinalopez. Thank you for listening. Please keep in mind that all advice given in this podcast is general information. To understand your specific situation, you must consult with your pediatrician.